0: Do you enjoy listening to Twin Peaks Unwrapped, the podcast? Have you picked up our book yet? Twin Peaks Unwrapped, the book. That has over 100 cast and crew who have contributed to this book. And its I think people really love it. I mean, we also have community commentary where a lot of the community have participated in this. It's just a great book. We recommend you pick it up at bluerosemag.com.
1: I got idea,
2: man.
3: And welcome to this week's edition of Twin Peaks Unwrapped. I'm your host Brian Kazoskin. Beside me is Ben Durant. Hello, Ben. Hey, Brian. How are you? Good, good. Long time no see. Oh
0: yeah, saw you last <laughs> week. <laughs> I see you at least every week. We probably talk every day. I know, uh, I know,
3: yeah. I know. But you know, in radio and podcast land, we have to have the mystery like we don't talk right. at all until we actually sit down in front of the mics and then you we know, just talk. I
0: think it's been a half hour we've been talking now. I and, know. Yes. All right, so this is uh Twin Peaks Unwrapped. We're on episode number 21. Yes. And uh, this episode
3: is written by Scott Frost. Which, is that Mark's Frost brother? That's correct. Didn't read that off your notes. I was actually a genuine question, and yes. I just saw that. And he actually same. did
0: do, I mean, I don't know if he's ever credited for this, but uh, we've mentioned before, he 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 actually did write all the stuff for the uh, Dale Cooper tapes, you know, those audio tape so, messages. He did all the writing for that.
3: And... <laughs> so, Scott Frost has been part of this process probably since the beginning. Somehow, a little some bit. Way. I mean, like
0: he, I mean, I... I think he he also wrote I think he also wrote the episode between uh fi- um Maddie's death and ca- uh catching uh, uh, the death of Leland. So I think he did that mm. middle episode where okay. where uh we where the audience knows Leland is the murderer but Cooper doesn't know. Doesn't. I think he did that
3: one. So he's So he, he's he I mean like it's so hard everyone a lot of people, I'm not going to say everybody, but a lot of people have warned me, oh, this, you know, including yourself about mm-hmm. these episodes. But here we have Scott Frost, who has been, seems to be probably Mark has, is in his ear, I'm sure, or he knows what's going on. He's been here kind of since the beginning, if some capacity. <laughs> so he knows how the story should move along a little bit. Yes.
0: And the other thing, I mean, we don't do everything in order. There's also a book, uh, a tie-in book, just like there was the Laura Palmer book. Yeah. There is the, the book called uh, Autobiography of FBI Agent Dale Cooper. Which we haven't read or talked about. Yes. And I I purposely wanted to wait till after the series and before Firewalk With Me to do that book. That, I'm, I, I I'm like excited good, for that. Yeah, I feel like it's a good tie-in. Actually, I feel like it kind of deals with what's happening now in, in, in the show. And I feel like in the way the show ends and what was in the script and what we didn't mm. see, I think it would be a good tie-in until after the series. So so he was writing this and i think it i think it came out in january so we're now in a it's february 2nd 1991 is is this episode and i think it i think the book came out in january so just to give you a sense so he was working on the book while everybody else was doing okay working on on the show so so he's got a he has a good sense of of the of twin peaks
3: and you know what this half you know honestly to me this half of the show has become the mythology of agent cooper yeah i like that the backstory it's right it's a backstory of I agent love it. cooper really is and i think that's what makes it fun yeah um i agree i, I don't think these are th- as bad as they were right. built up in my head yeah i mean there are bad elements we we have we you know i do agree there are bad subplots definitely I think we, I bad think use we, of characters yeah. but all in all I'm having fun watching it. Awesome. Yeah, I'm having fun. Like, yeah, it, like. But sometimes it is cringeworthy. But right, I don't know. I think about the
0: backstory. It was like in the first season, you know, the whole time where, where Audrey is in Cooper's bed in the in in his in his room and stuff. Yeah. And uh, she says, "Do you have any secrets?" And he says, "No, I don't have any secrets or something like that." And like. We later we're now starting to realize oh he does have some secrets or he has things that he hasn't wanted to share and he does have a backstory yeah. and he's not he's not perfect I mean we'll get into this episode yep. but he, we realize he's not as the perfect uh, eagle scout as we thought he was he's, yeah he's got some flaws which is great I think that's a great character to have flaws makes him human so this is uh, February second nineteen ninety one I want to give you some back background on this time period first I want to say that you know in, during Christmas period the show was off for 4 weeks it was but it was off from like basically the sh- it was december 15th was a show and then it didn't come back to january 12th wow so i mean that's a long time for a show like this to not be on the air and, yeah. you know, other usually what shows can do is they can just say, oh, we'll do a repeat during this period. But you can't do that with this kind of a show because it's a serial and you're waiting to – it's a continuation stuff. Yeah. So I think yeah. – I mean the writers would complain about this to say, hey, we were off for a long period of time. And then the week before this episode we're talking about now, which is uh, January 26th. Uh, the show was off on hiatus or it was off because of the Gulf War with the first oh, the yeah. first Iraq war. And that happened a few times where Iraq coverage happened and and Twin Peaks wouldn't air. And that stuff. was and big it, back then. I, re- and, I remember CNN that. CNN was the one that really had the coverage of it. And so maybe even people might even want to watch the show, even because of that, they might go to CNN and see what's going on with the war and stuff. So it, yeah. I think it was frustrating, too. I remember being frustrated where I, I, I turned on the TV ready to watch Twin Peaks, and I realized, oh, it's not going to air today because of the war and stuff. And being 15, 16 years old, I was like, what? I know.
3: <laughs> Put the war on a different channel. Yeah, yeah. Cancel the war.
0: So, I mean, that's just to give you some background where where we are right now that 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 yeah. they've they haven't been on for a while they weren't on last week and uh we're going to find out that uh, they're going to have some other problems uh, in the near future as well we'll talk about. So this is directed by uh Ula Adele. Uh the ra- I already said that it was February 2nd 1991. The rating is 8.7 and it's 83 or 83rd place there for the week. And I think Wow. There's not like – I remember sometimes thinking, oh, that's out of 100 shows. But there might only be like
3: 95 shows. We don't <laughs> no, know. Yeah. I, I was, looking, was, I was less... reading some
0: articles and it was less than 100 shows wow. that were on. So,
3: And back then, we didn't have a lot of channels uh, back in the day.
0: Right. Uh, if, well, yeah, especially if you were thinking network. I mean yeah. I, uh, I was listening to Mark Frost do an interview and he was saying – you know, and I think we'll play that at the end. But he was saying – how uh, Fox wasn't even really considered a network. It was sort of what. It just was. It was, came it, out. It was just coming out. I th- and I was 89. thinking about that. I like, I don't even know if they had a full schedule. It was one of those things where they had some shows, but I don't know if they had like a full lineup, really. Yeah,
3: or... I think Fox came out, what, in 89-ish? Yeah, um, I mean, we're,
0: so now we're 92. So oh, yeah. So Fox years.
3: had some shows. I mean,
0: Simpsons, of course. Simpsons, but...
3: Married with Children, probably yeah. the biggest hitters they had. Yeah, You know?
0: So let's get, let's get right into the show. And when, where we last left off was Cooper and uh, Truman. were uh, There was a blackout, and they were in the sheriff's station. And when Cooper went into Harry's office, there was a dead body. Yeah. And I mentioned last week that that dead body actually is, in real life, Kyle McLaughlin's brother.
3: Which is cool. Yeah. And he
0: looks like him. It does look like him and stuff. And you wonder sometimes, like did they do that partly? Because uh, Cooper, I mean, like... I, I, you know, Wyndham Earl would want somebody that would look like Dale Cooper, yeah, as though, like that's maybe a good point. going after
3: him. Or. It makes sense to use him because that close-up in this whole scene, it does look like Dale Cooper in that chair. Yeah. He's got the same... Uh, mouth and everything. Right. So that is interesting. That's a little, you know, I wouldn't notice that if you didn't tell me. Yeah. So it's kind of cool.
0: And I love the touch of having the pawn in the mouth and stuff like that. <laughs>
3: yes, the it whole kinda, it, it thing. It actually kind of
0: reminds me of like the idea of the uh, the letters in the fingernails. Like you're hiding things in the body in some ways. You had Laura Palmer's uh, yes. letters in there. And so you had to, you know.
3: That's what this is happening. Um, like, uh, like I was saying before, this is... This half of the show is just taking the the nuances that we everybody liked mm. in the beginning, and they're redoing it in a different way. So instead of letters, it's chess. Yeah. Um there's more. But it's like
0: still like the, the villain is still has these clues, of yeah. leading you to.
3: So they're taking everything yeah. you really liked, and they're reusing it in a different way. Right, I almost feel instead of a dream, you it's like a chess. It's chess pieces. Yeah, and like it's a whole a, new game. And, 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 and <laughs> The way that guy's dead, he's pointing, it's clues in his mouth, like right. he's the dream, maybe. I don't know. It's, Sounds uh, good to me. It's very interesting, though.
0: So, do, you want, we can, do we want to bring up some audio here? Sure. Run a short distance before collapsing. Wyndham Earl
4: engineered the explosion that caused the power outage. He created the diversionary fire that drew everyone out of the station, brought the body in through this window. Wyndham Earl has been in this room. I can still feel his presence.
0: Yeah, so that was kind of cool. I love that whole thing of, I can still feel, I can feel his
3: presence. Yeah,
0: like... <laughs> it's like, you know, I think of Star Wars and, and like, Obi-Wan says, and Darth Vader's like, I can sense that.
3: <laughs> yeah, I can feel yeah, his, Yep, yeah, exactly. And this is sort of like the dream sequence in a way. It's sort of like, it's giving you the layout of everything. And now you got to figure it out. But it's also interesting how Agent Cooper picks it up. Like he picked up the tracks to the cars. Yeah. Instantly, this he he put the fire, the outage, everything. He knew right away. Like where you know they're connecting the dots were just like instant. Right. So this comes down to the whole Audrey Horn and Bobby uh,
0: relationship that they've got
3: and their little plan. And we've talked
0: about this, I think, last week, where I, I was kind of like, is this a love interest? And you're trying to say to me, oh, no, Audrey is just playing with him, kind of, yeah. like, to control I him. I don't think but-
3: she likes him. I don't think she likes him at yeah, all. Yeah, I guess not. But if they were kind of cute. I mean. Yeah, I think he likes her. I think because, you know what? Who wouldn't like her? Yeah, who wouldn't <laughs> like her? It's Audrey Horn. But I think he likes her because, well, her father is going crazy. Yep. and. Hence, you know, she could take over. Yeah. Um And I think he likes that power, the money, and he wants a job right. with them anyway. And she could be the in for the job. And he right. gets a different kind of job. So from now on,
4: Bobby, I'm the one you suck up to.
0: What about
3: Shelly? What about Shelly? See, see, like... Yeah. So. What,
0: I, what I love about that is, like, she she's not, she, yeah, she just wants the control. But I love that she says, What about Shelly? And then, then it cuts right away to Shelly in the house, uh, you know, Leo and yeah. Shelly's house. Now, this stuff. is
3: where the show gets a little wonky for me. Really? The, wonky, huh? It gets a little wonky. The last scene we saw, Leo had clown makeup food face. Oh, yeah. Looking at her. But now all of a sudden, we're back, and now it's dark. He's in the shadow, Shelly's hiding. I thought it was pretty intense, I mean it's. Oh, int- no, this felt like a horror movie. Right. I felt like this felt like the most horror movie yeah. ever this show's ever had. Yeah. Um, Other than Leland, uh, the whole Leland stuff. But this was very like Scream, you oh, know? Oh yeah, like, right, uh, like the
0: girls in it. What I love what they do with this, I mean, it doesn't matter if we go ahead, that, that it's like, I love shows that will like, you, it, it comes off as Shelly is a damsel in distress, Bobby comes home and then gets himself beat up and it's Shelly who actually is able to fight off Leo by stabbing him. But I love that yes. that like she isn't a victim. I mean and she yeah. came off a victim when you think about the first season that that the whole sock and bar soap and she she is kind of like, you know, beat up by her husband and stuff. Yeah. And have, you know, this turnaround where, you know, she's gonna fight off Leo.
3: So this is where it's wonky. She's inside a house. How many doors do you know are going to lock you in the house? Right. None. None of the doors. This is is where logic escapes. I'm, I'm like watching this going. She can unlock the door. Because it locks from the inside. You didn't realize that Leo has been planning this for months. <laughs> Actually, not for months.
0: Because the show, it's only been—it's only probably been a week since he's been in a coma. Leo just or whatever, woke up from yeah. a coma. Even but he wasn't, he made... was never really in a coma. Like when nobody was around, he's like, "I'm gonna fix these doors." <laughs> it made no
3: sense, no. right? And I love it, that he's
0: got the sock too. Like he's still in this like silhouette, like in the dark, and you see, like he just throws a sock at her. Not, I like, know, it's, yeah. He, but it's like classic, kind of like I'm gonna, you know, beat you up.
3: Yup, yeah, and or or he's gonna be her like uh, use it on yourself. And then she goes to go in the back, and that's locked too. Right now, I didn't know this. The plastic was a plastic wall that led to outside. Oh yeah. So they could. She could have went out there the whole time, and she like, only had
0: enough room to scream though. Yeah. But I love. I mean, I love the plastic because it still makes me think of wrapped in plastic, yeah. which we talked about
3: in the first season. But. Yep. But she, I like the fact that she does go for it, yeah. which this whole time nobody's fixed that wall. And he
0: throws her with one, one arm and he just like oh, tosses yeah. her.
3: I thought it was Nadine and, dre- and you know dressed up <laughs> as a guy for a second there because that's something Nadine would do. It's so
0: funny. Bobby's kind of been missing. He's been kind of hanging out with Audrey and then he finally comes back and it's like...
3: And now clearly you see there's nothing in front of that door. So it's locked from the inside. Shelly just doesn't know how to use a door in this scene. Oh, poor Shelly. No, I, and I love Shelly. I think <laughs> now she's Leo's awesome. got the axe and he's gonna, yeah, yeah. I,
0: it is pretty really intense. To me, it was really intense. It was like, oh, yeah, this is what I like about Twin Peaks. I yeah, that, yeah, it's like, and he's like
3: Frankenstein. Yeah, he reminds you of like Frank, like a I classic did, horror movie,
0: definitely. And I think even like as this show continues, it kind of feels
3: like he's not quite all there. And he is now like- that's where it got wonky too. It showed Bobby outside. A hand comes to the window, and it cuts back to Leo, and he's right. in the middle of the room walking towards Shelly. Uh, so where did that hand come from? Right. That's what I'm saying. The continuity of oh, some yeah. stuff is a little weird. Here, this one. I got it. I got it. Oh, in the knife. Yep. The knife. she got to get the knife. Shelly gets the knife which takes him forever. He's like, where's that knife? I was yelling, like, why can't you get the knife?
0: Oh, no, no. Leo's got the axe on his throat of Bobby
3: there. Shelly can't find that knife. He's like, goodbye, Bobby. Leo is such a jerk. He looks like he's going
0: to be choked oh, to death. Yeah. And Shelly stabs him. Right
3: in the leg. Right. And enough so that he... <laughs> He is like Frankenstein. He's like a classic horror monster. Right. He moves slow. He grunts. He barely speaks. And um, all logic escapes. There's no logic behind I mean, behind he's been him. in a
0: coma. I mean, who knows what he's, his brain is like. I mean, he has uh, secret uh, arms yeah. and he can lock doors from both
3: sides? <laughs> right. I don't know.
0: I love I love the wind and going through the plastic and that yeah. just that feeling that he's yeah. out there maybe yeah. but.
3: I mean all logic stuff I'm right. picking on it a little too much I'll, I mean it was a cool scene I
0: liked it yeah, yeah. I liked it
3: but I'm just you know what I'm right. saying like I see these scenes and I'm like that was weird why was his arm there right he's in the middle of the room overthinking
0: just supposed to just take
3: it. I know I know <laughs> I am overthinking if you can take
0: if you can take Nadine and her super strength you can handle it. Uh, I know yeah. I know
3: oh no I totally agree I'm just these are the things I noticed when I'm watching it um, oh, yeah. I just thought it was odd. Um, now I think this is, we're going to go back to Cooper and he's actually going to give us his backstory about, um, how Wyndham Earl was his ex-partner and the woman he was protecting was Wyndham Earl's wife. Hmm. Now here's the thing. Uh, I'm getting the impression that Cooper was in love with her Hmm. and there could have been an affair. I'm getting the impression that Wyndham Merle en- <laughs> was mad, uh, upset, and that he went crazy. They locked him up. He escaped. And now he's playing games with Cooper to get yeah. him back because the girl dies. The girl died under his watch. Right. He got knocked out. She was stabbed. Come to find out, he thinks Wyndham Merle is the one who killed her. Yeah. And it was sort of like a message. Yeah. Like, you messed with the wrong guy. So, I'm so mad at you, I'm going to kill my own wife.
0: Yeah, it's complicated. If you it's can't really have fun. her. Right.
3: Nobody can, right? Now, at
0: the beginning of the second season, we found out that he had escaped, I think. It was kind of, or was yeah. kind of early it was, on. It was like an
3: Easter egg. It was like in the background.
0: Right. It was something that, yeah, it was kind of like the seeds that planted. Yeah. And then if you can remember that uh, Leland, when 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 he when they finally caught him in jail there, um. Leland basically says to Cooper, oh, just like what happened to you in Pittsburgh. Uh-huh. And that's connected to – Okay, so his, that's what happened yeah. in Pittsburgh. Yeah. So we are, now we have Lucy and Andy's show there where he's flinging gloves.
3: <laughs> yes. Um, I'm kind of happy – I mean, the whole, like – oh, about Nikki. Okay, the Nikki stuff, I mean – oh, God, it's ridiculous. The whole – I'm glad they didn't go very far with it with the whole Nikki thing it wasn't much it almost seemed like a throwaway like we really need these characters to focus on something right and let's give them the most petty thing and they did and it got resolved really quick did it get resolved really not yet but it will (laughs) it will it just seemed like oh here here's um here's where the show kind of falls apart for me is they have these good characters and they're using them They're not using them uh, wisely. Like they're not using them like at full capacity. Right. right? It's like they've just become like side plot characters
0: or characters of of themselves. Yeah. 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 And I will say so in that scene there, uh, Andy. Andy basically says that little Nicky is a murderer. So he's like, "Oh, we we we've done some investigating, and we've determined that he I think he, I think he was age six when he did his first murder. Or something. He killed his
3: parents. Six, now here yeah. we go. Here is an officer of the law, right. already pinning down a kid with no evidence that he's a murderer. Right. I don't know if he should be a police officer." <laughs>
0: Well, he, this is the same. Andy's the same guy who would cry at everything. I know, I uh, know. Can you imagine? And he, and he couldn't for a longest time. He couldn't uh, handle his gun. Gun, and, yeah.
3: yeah. Can you imagine all the uh, co- the quirks he put away? They would be like, I never did that. He doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> um, so we finally meet. Oh uh, God, his her husband, uh, yes, James's uh, Evelyn's Evelyn's husband.
0: husband. I think it's I think it's Jeffrey is is his name there. And
3: what a goon he looks. I he, he I like how he's wearing a Nike Air Jordan uh like windbreaker. <laughs> he clearly doesn't look like he's playing basketball anytime soon. He's does not fit. You can tell she married him for the money. Yep. And I think that's what they wanted to tell you by having him look like. Yeah, this.
0: Jeffrey Marsh, he was kinda like into his own little thing and he just yeah. Wanna bring some audio up just to sure. oh, yeah. overdo as it is. Of course
3: he'll stay.
2: There are plenty of things I could find for him to do.
0: (laughs) Right, James? Of course, now he's not talking, but. Yeah, maybe. Excuse me. He's like, this is very awkward because I'm a nice kid. He's doing a fine job on the car. Fine car on the 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 car. car.
2: Bye, Jeffrey.
3: Oh, 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 and, okay, so this is interesting. He drives away, and they do a close-up of her face, but hold on, I gotta bring it up listen to this ah oh, they they didn't they didn't have the scream in there
0: I don't remember there being a scream. Oh
3: my god, I remember hearing the scream. Maybe on it's there. on your
0: Blu-ray edition. They they added in a scream or something. I don't. Remember. It was a George Lucas scream, <laughs> or maybe I'm thinking of something else. No, but it. it but what what Get we heard her. was that she's looking in the distance, and then we hear the skidding of of tires it, to make me the, the, it seemed like the the car has got into a crash. But it's kind of like the same thinking that James is at, in his room, and he can hear uh, Evelyn and and Jeffrey Marsh fighting. Uh, a 300, whole,
3: 300, uh, yeah, feet, 300 away. feet away. Or That's stuff, where the yeah. logic of the show gets yeah. crazy. I mean I, think,
0: I mean, it's hard. to. How do you tell a story where, where how do you basically let them know that, that an accident happened without showing it and,
3: and just moving the story well, along? Well, a crazier thing is that he got an accident the moment he drove out of the parking lot. Right. Like he literally just drove out. I don't think he did. I mean, I think it
0: could have happened ten minutes from now, but they. I think it was a quick way to tell the story. Yeah, actually, in the the script, I think they had another. I think they had some other kind of sequence. Like I forgot what they were going to do, but in in the in the actual script, it was something where James was there and he was thinking, and they showed like close up of a tire or something. They did some other kind of okay. But it's still – I don't – it's it's hard to tell a story without – I mean, they don't yeah. have a budget to – I know, I know. The, the, the car skids, and it tumble, It rolls over, blows up. I mean, they don't have that kind of a budget. I, uh, no, I it, totally it, agree. And,
3: yeah. like, it does – it gets the point across that, that she – but here's – okay. Okay, here's an, what I'm trying to figure out. Why would the car crash? James fixed it, but did she tell James to fix it in a way that was going to make him crash? I don't get that. But here's what I think, James fixed the car, and then um, her brother slash boyfriend, um, Malcolm, Malcolm tweaked it, so he would like lose his brakes or something. I think so that's they a good can, theory. They can pin it on James. Right. I think that sounds yeah. like a good theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, and then you know, but here's here's the other thing. If he dies, only her. Only she knows about James. He's dead. He can't be like, that boy was fixing my car. So then he, now she's going to have to, and the other guy are going to have to blame James. But like, if that's what she wants to do, I don't know. It seems a little flawed. I think there's more to come, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. There's definitely more to come to find out. And so we're at at the double R, and Ed is talking to uh, the doctor, doctor. Hayward, there. Yeah. And I think they're talking about. (laughs) The concern about uh, Nadine's sexual activity.
3: I know. And I like how he says, well, I feel like I've been run over by a truck every night. (laughs) And I'm like, what? (laughs) I don't think he... Like, is he implying they're still having sex? Yep. But that's wrong! (laughs) Because he likes Norma, and Nadine likes Mike, so I'm assuming... It's a true
0: soap opera. You know, everybody is with everybody and stuff. I'm
3: assuming they weren't. And she acts like... A kid. Right. So I thought he was turned off by her. Not enough. <laughs> Feels like I'm hit by a truck. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah, so there's that storyline going on. And, and it's kind of funny that he should even care, right? Because he is with Norma. And the he says he, it's like being a parent, right? <laughs> like,
3: well, this is really, so weird. It's really disturbing. It is it's like disturbing. we've talked about
0: incest and we've talked about this other stuff. But it's like if you really think she's a – would we think she's supposed to be 16, 17, yeah. 18 or something? And he's like – I'm her guardian, but I'm also <laughs> I'm <laughs> but, also hanging I'm also with her. I'm also having sex with her. Yeah. And stuff, but, uh, maybe
3: I'm maybe we're reading into that line too much. No, we're not. <laughs> no. I'm thinking she comes in, and punches him in the face, and goes to sleep. I felt yeah. <laughs> That's how I took it. Now this
0: show, it definitely has its innuendos, and I definitely think that's what it's saying that he's, yeah, he's definitely with her and stuff. So, but, but you know, Ed and Norma are getting cozy. They seem like they're, you know, they're. Oh yeah, I, with you each know,
3: other. I like their little uh, storyline. Yeah, it's sweet, and I think they belong together, and I'm kind of rooting for them two Crazy kids to be together. <laughs> I don't like Hank, and uh, yeah, Hank. I don't like her husband, Hank. Yeah. Um, and Nadine's crazy. And I think they're the probably the most normal people on the show right now. Right. Right now. Yeah. I, I think, you know.
0: I forgot to mention a, a couple of scenes before where Cooper was talking with Truman, and um, he ha- I think uh, Cooper hasn't been reinstated yet as an FBI agent. But he does mention uh, Denise, Dennis, and that's the end of, of that. We won't see – Oh, David duchovny has gone. He's gone. He's gone from the rest of the show. Aww. So that was it. I know. It's like we didn't get a, we didn't get a, an official goodbye. We didn't get handshake, hugs or anything like that. Wow. It's kind of like they they wrapped up that case and that's the end of Denise. That's Denise. a shame. Yeah. There's still hope. Maybe maybe season three. Maybe season 3 he can come back. I think we've shared before. I know that David Duchovny would be all for it and stuff and
3: Maybe uh, when we get the interview, he'll yeah, slip. Right. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> <And> tell us. <laughs>
0: that sounds good. So we're back with James and Evelyn, and James is like, I, "I'm out of here. I'm I'm done with this place. I can't handle m- making James out with. G. This... G. I'm moody.
3: I'm moody, James. <laughs>
0: yeah, he. It's wrong. It would bring up the audio. Oh God, so funny. it's so bad. Isn't wrong, James. He's listening to
2: a game.
0: He's... Please don't leave me. Don't leave me
2: alone
4: with him.
0: What a shot. He's just thinking. go check my butt.
3: He does a lot of bad thinking, a lot. Yeah. Like, I, I, that shot should have been followed by a shot of a hamster running on a wheel. <laughs> indicate. And we indicating. missed the thing, it's like
0: it's wrong. It's wrong. It's like what do you what do you know about being wrong? Like he was dating Laura Palmer. He he uh yeah, he was which which Laura Palmer was, was dating Bobby. So he's already he was kind of cheating with and then and then he gets in with Donna, which I guess isn't really cheating because Laura's dead, but he seems like he has no problem. Oh but and I, then Madeline, he's with yeah. Madeline while he was with with Donna. But I think it's
3: because she's married and I think he's getting like uh they haven't announced her husband being dead yet. No.
0: Well, no, but no. we do know we, we just heard about the accident. So I think he, we're we're probably So I close feel to like it. she
3: he, he feels something's up. So maybe he right. thinks it's wrong that she's no. married. And I, I I yeah, I totally understand that like It's different. Like I feel like they're a bunch of teenagers. That's right. what they do. Yeah. But she's married and then something's wrong. Like I feel like the hamster in his head's telling him Something's right, like, I mean to yeah. be in
0: front of him and say, "Oh yeah, I'm helping him with your car," and which <laughs> car really means yeah. I'm uh, making out with your wife. I'm having
3: sex with your wife. Yeah, is, yeah.
0: And it, we already, I think we talked about the last episode that that car is definitely representing her. Yes, that, like I'm gonna fix your, your
3: car. <laughs> yeah, like so and it was awkward that she would say all those things in front of her, her husband right. in front of him. And
0: I mean, I don't know if she gets off on that or what, but uh, yeah. So we're back at, at uh, back in the uh, sheriff station, and Cooper's still looking at the board and like, uh,
3: oh yeah, the chest the
0: chessboard, right? Trying to figure out what to do next here. And I think that, I mean, and this is where, I, you mentioned it before, where I think Harry Truman's going to say, you know, I, now now that now that Cooper is is deputized and he actually works for Harry, Harry's like, you know, I need more information now on this. And it's like, now that you work for me, you can't be keeping secrets. You got to yeah. basically tell us. So this what, is
3: where it comes out. Yeah, it comes past. out. Yeah. And I kind of like this. This is the stuff I dig on this, this part of the show. I mean, yeah. I feel this episode, the James stuff gets good. I mean, it's still weird, but it still gets good, and I love this stuff, you know.
0: You want to bring up some audio? Sure.
4: Harry, I've brought some baggage to town I haven't told you about. Wyndham was my first partner. Everything I know about the law and the bureau I owe to him. Four years ago, we drew the assignment of protecting a material witness in a federal crime. She was a very beautiful, very gentle woman. Her name was Carolyn. She and I fell in love. One night, I failed in my vigilance. Attack was made. I wasn't ready. I was wounded and I lost consciousness. When I came to, she was in my arms. She. she was dead. She'd been stabbed. The wounds on the vagrant, identical. The killer was never found. My wound healed. Wyndham Earl went mad, institutionalized until his recent escape. So why is he after you? Harry, Caroline was Winda Earl's wife. (laughs) Dun-dun-dun!
2: So, he blames
4: you for her death. It's much worse than that. I think he killed her. And I think he committed the crime that she originally witnessed. Harry, Wyndham Earl's mind is like a diamond. It's cold and hard and brilliant. I think he feigned the insanity that sent him away, but at some point he lost the ability to distinguish between what's right and what's wrong. You don't know
3: what is capable and I love the diamond uh his mind's like a diamond quote. Yeah. I like that. Right. Yeah.
0: And I think we were talking about how uh Jean Renault Renault uh you know we got rid of that character but it was like okay we, we got another character we got another villain coming yeah, in. we got yeah. windermere finally showing up and stuff. And so I think that's this is the big villain now we've yep. got. And uh yeah, I mean that's I, that's a lot of that's a lot of backstory to uh and dump on it, you us know here. it
3: is not this is very Untwin peaks like because if David Lynch and the and the original guy, you know, uh, Mark Frost were doing this, I kind of feel like for Twin Peaks these last two episodes to dump so much information onto us and give it to a straightforward. Yeah, where Twin Peaks was never about being straightforward. It was about like figuring it out. Yeah. And sometimes you wouldn't know exactly, but it was we. It's it's weird to have a character just tell you. Sure. Straight- I mean, in Cooper's case, it makes sense. Right. But I and feel they like it, been, yeah I feel like it would have been more like uh, been a sprink- puzzle. Right,
0: they have been sprinkling it here and there. There was another scene way back with uh, Cooper and Audrey and he he uh, Cooper says to Audrey how he he hurt somebody before. He you know like he, he was trying to basically say how why I can't be with you Audrey yeah. because you know you were on a case You're of right. mine. There was puzzle pieces there was, were there. They were there. And, yeah. and and now you get to this point It's like, "Oh yeah, I remember when he talked to Audrey and said, "I can't you know we can't be together because you were on a case and I, somebody got hurt by me yeah, and now yeah, you're saying yeah. oh yeah 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 and there was another um and then there there's a whole the whole shooting gallery with with Andy and he's saying that um he talks about uh, he talks about this love interest and stuff too yeah. about how yeah you're right yeah so i didn't mean, think it, about it, that yeah has right. been there but it, in some ways it was spread out so much that we we it takes you a while to forget that like it. oh yeah i guess he did talk about this here and there and so yeah so now Donna has gone to bring, <laughs> with a $12 to James. This is where it gets weird. I think this is She's, where yeah. it goes She's downhill. She's in a new town. She's left Twin Peaks to find James and bring him his $12. And she goes
3: to Willie's Hideout or Hangout or whatever yeah, the name of his yeah, bar right. is. and Which looks exactly like the bar that happened in season. Roadhouse, maybe? The Roadhouse. Yeah. It looks like the Roadhouse a little bit.
0: I'm sure that's all they have for a set. But.
3: Yeah. Well, it is because they visit this place a lot. And she happens to meet Evelyn, Evelyn, right. who hangs out there constantly. She's got her lollipop sucking on her lollipop. <laughs> and there's nobody else in this place. It's always Evelyn. Right. That's it. She just well, I mean, she's
0: got the money, too. So, I mean, I'm sure that that, that she, keeps the place <laughs> running. There. Right? Yeah. She goes
3: there. She drinks all day. Right. Gets suckers. Try to kill her husband. I love that Donna has her cigarette. She's like, I'm tough, too. You know, you're, you're mm-hmm. not the only tough one. So,
0: yeah. Oh, her
3: acting is yeah. a little yeah. S- yeah. weird. I did some work for me recently. Oh, yeah. See, she whispers. I like yes. this. I my husband's
4: car. Where is he? <laughs> he left. Yesterday. On his bike.
3: Where'd he go? Where'd he go? It's like she she's whispering. She something about oh. the ocean. Mexico, I think. You know,
0: the ocean in Mexico.
3: Yeah. That's all. Like, she's like, it's almost like she's, she's trying to mimic her yeah. to be as, like, I'm a woman, too. Like, right. it, it, it's coming across like, oh, oh, like, I'm going to be tough. Right. Like, it's weird. I well, mean, I
0: think this whole this whole storyline is kind of a film noir, and I think that's supposed to be, like, old school kind of, like, you know, yeah. that's old She's style. She's doing detective work. Yeah. Like, Where?
3: Where'd you go? Hey, yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm going to find it. <laughs> I'm going to. Oh, bring up the audio. We got to love this. Oh. Yeah, they bring back the, this music. Right. Oh, they do the emo, James is all sad and moody. Yep. He doesn't know what to do with himself. <laughs> yeah, I love that music. Oh, yeah. But, I mean,
0: like, so, I mean, I think they use that music to basically say that, oh, Don and James should be together, but they just yeah. can't because of the issues they're going dealing with. Yeah. Oh, and we're now back with... Civil
3: War. Civil War uh, with Ben Horn. He's on the wrong side. Why do they... Is Okay, here, indulge me. Why do you think they pick... He's on the south and not the north.
0: I I'm not sure. I because I they're think located
3: like, in the north. Yeah,
0: it's funny too because I think of it like I don't know how things were in the in the 90s, but I look at this stuff now and like you know in the last year the the southern flag has been like the confederate flag yeah very yeah. C- controversial and it shouldn't be, you know, even uh, hung up in the states and, and for a good reason and stuff. Yeah, but yeah, it's still yeah. interesting to see this stuff now and be like, Ben Horn is on the is on the, yeah, the South. I was side. wondering if anybody and can indulge thing, us
3: with that. Because yeah. I was wondering.
0: And the funny thing, I mean this is don't this is in the we're we're the Pacific Northwest. Like, it's yeah. not even, like we're not anywhere close to the South
3: That's of, where um, I'm trying to get from. Fred. Like why does he pick I, that side?
0: Maybe he picks that side because
3: they lost, and he yes. feels like a loser.
0: Yes, I think. That's, you think that's it? I think that's absolutely. I think like, yeah. I mean, I think to 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 be in such big defeat. I mean, I think he 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 can relate to
3: being a loser, defeat it, being defeated. defeated. Yeah. But and I so, was almost thinking he would want to be on the winning side because he wants to feel empowered again. Yeah. I don't. But I think, Do you think it's like odd writing? Uh, uh, I can tell you why I'm depressed.
0: Is? I don't listen to happy music, and I don't listen to like I don't. Mm. I don't do. I usually go into a place. That's a good where, point. That's, that's where I point. I usually do like stuff that is so depressing, and I'm it makes just, you it, more depressed. Yes.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. <laughs> I get you. So that makes sense. I didn't think yeah. about it and that Jerry Horn,
0: his brother's back, and he's you know he's definitely seeing how disturbed he's in this place where he's now fully. Uh, he's fully is the oh uh, generally generally yeah, yeah. He's fully in that place. And now. you
3: have Jacoby who's feeding it. And then his brother shows up and he's yeah, gonna start you feeding bring up it. Some Jacoby here, yeah. He's on a forced march to Washington. You know, he's crossing the Maryland border as we speak. See, what he's doing is quite healthy. I mean, by, by reversing the South's defeat in the Civil War, he in turn will reverse his own emotional setbacks. Well, there you go. We yeah. answered. We, our question has been answered by yeah. Doctor Jacoby.
4: Man of the South. From this day to the ending of He's got, the got his little
3: action
0: figures, his little figures there. That, I mean, yeah. how long did it take him to set up this uh, this models and, oh, and his trains?
3: And, I know.
0: And I shared with you, I think on the last show, that the Civil War uh, documentary by Ken Burns had just had just come out. That could and, have
3: been why they picked this whole scenario. Yeah, that's
0: why they did it. was something that, that like the, the nation was really into right now, mm. and, and the writers liked it, and so they said, hey, why don't we make a story about that? We'll oh, bring it back
3: up the audio set. Oh, the fan...
1: Washington. Oh,
3: I wish I was in the land of cotton, old time there, I've not forgotten love. You get the, away, fan, the flag. Look away, look
1: away,
3: Dixie. And they're not very good singers at all. Oh really uh, really so. Great. Here's some backstory on this. this Is that was, a real song? Yeah, the Dixie. That's, it, that's a real. That's
0: song? That's a real song. Never it's, heard a real, it's, a, it's a. anthem. It's a real song. All right, but that's um. So that was not in the script. And the the director uh, didn't realize this at first, but uh, realized that the actors who played Ben and Jacoby... actually starred in west side story movie that original movie i think it was from the 60s so we're talking 30 30 years before twin peaks they were in west side story so they were like sing yeah i think they were brothers (laughs) are they brothers in that it was a long time ago they sang in it so they oh this is a perfect opportunity why don't we have a little singing
3: and yeah yeah yeah, Yeah, it was was, was all right but it's like it's
0: a nod it's a nod to the two of these actors who have sung before that's cool so the next thing we have is Major Briggs stumbling into the sheriff's station.
3: Yeah, he's stumbling. I it's... don't know. I
0: mean, I guess he's been interrogated by, uh, by the is it? He's in, I think he's Air Force. I guess he's been. I guess so
3: he... bad that he collapsed cartoonishly right. onto the floor, yes. and that's it. And that's and we have
0: Lucy then saying, "What's going on? Oh, I got to check my makeup."
3: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: So in a second, I probably want definitely. He's got some great dialogue, yes. but I give him a second there. So. Major Briggs, we learned a little bit about what the White Lodge, and he's about to reveal more about that. Well, yeah, that's good. Well,
5: as men who have dedicated their lives to service, I know that you're able to understand how sacred I hold the Pledge of Allegiance, and the cost one must pay when breaking a pledge. It can be very great. Well, the Air Force, I thought, was not unlike other societies of men dedicated to the fight for the good. Gentlemen, frankly, I'm worried. When my superiors questioned me about my disappearance, they exhibited a degree of suspicion and intolerance bordering on the paranoid. I must now admit that their motivation in the search for the White Lodge is not ideologically pure. I believe that during my disappearance I was taken to the White Lodge. I can remember virtually nothing. But I have the clear, intuitive sense that there's much trouble ahead. Major, what kind of trouble? I am unaware of the form it will take. But I will return. Until that time, I will be in the shadows.
3: I like that. I'll be in mean, the shadows.
0: I like that too. I'll be yeah. in the shadows. I mean, I've got your back. I'm kind of there if you need me. But uh,
5: the men
3: in black are going to come for him. Th- yeah, or something. You know, I right. get that impression that people might try to get, erase his memory or yeah. make it so he can't remember the White Lodge. Or...
0: And so you you brought it up. It's like, is this White Lodge a physical place mm. or not, or is it some psychological thing? And, yeah. it, and at least yeah. from this scene, it seems like it's a. It could be a real place.
3: It could be, but it almost like. Could it be a place, it's like this, yeah, it's a spiritual place, maybe spiritual, or a place they can go that could be used in a way that could harm others, or uh, they can get into people's minds? It's sort of like, um, I don't know why I just thought about this, but remember when the military, they try to train, they they were trying to um, make goats, use goats to like, uh, be weapons like goat
0: sti- uh, st- <laughs> I'm gonna say <laughs> you know where I'm going goat simulator video game no no, no but like, but I know what you're saying yeah, yeah they're
3: trying to use the goats to mine they're trying to like this guy said he can make like goats like Oh, there's a whole study with goats. Like, was it right. true? But what you're
0: saying is, is it seems like what, what Major Briggs is saying yeah, is that it's like a form the, the, of... the intentions of, of why they're looking for this this, this, this place, yeah. whether it be on a different plane or whatever, however you want to say it, it, may may not be in good intentions. Maybe the military wants to use it for their own... Yeah, um, for bad. For bad or yeah. for, for not for the for the right reasons and stuff. You're going to look up... Right I, now, Brian is looking I, up No, goat. I have to... Um, <laughs>
3: Military. Oh man, I don't
0: know. If we, I don't know if our our audience cares about well, goats.
3: Um, the only while reason... while
0: Brian is looking up about goats, uh, we we move on to uh, Lena, and uh, we're, we're, uh, Dr. Jacoby is has has diagnosed her that she seems like she's fine. She's not cursed or a witch, and she just has this uh this attraction that <laughs> that that men can't resist.
3: Oh, God. she, Yeah, everybody, like, they're just, like, in love with her. They're right. infatuated by her. Yeah. She's very attractive. Um, she has an accent and the red hair, and everybody loves right. her. Right. I mean, it's interesting. This is another little side plot that uh, kind of goes... It doesn't really go anywhere. Right. It resolves on its own. Yeah. You know? And actually, I think it resolves in the scene. I think Maybe. they're going to take her... It's very humorous the right. way it's done. They're going to take her. Jacoby, he seems to be smitten with her. Like,
0: and he's a married man. We've only seen her the, his wife in one episode from Hawaii.
3: I, I, I think yeah, his wife is a uh, a ruse. I think he gets uh, smitten with every like Laura. Yeah, he's I think smitten. he was, He
0: definitely was in love with Laura too. You're right. Yeah.
3: So he's gonna take her out, and then the mayor shows up with the gun, a shotgun, shotgun, right? And he's like, "I'm going to shoot her." She, he,
0: she killed my brother.
3: Right, and. I love Cooper's whole thing. You guys go in there and talk. Right. And And the funny thing
0: is they don't take away his shotgun, though. They say, you know, you can go in the room and, you know, work it out with your shotgun.
3: Yes. And and, And then it's very comical because they all stand out there and someone says, how long do we have to wait? And then they cut the commercial break. Right. They come out of commercial break, and they're still waiting. I love that. That that. was great. And the original script wasn't
0: done that way. No. The the original script had it so they worked it all out before the commercial break. But I think it's fitting in a way – I mean – this day and age, we stream it. We watch it on Blu-ray, DVD and stuff. There was no but commercials. But it was – I remember yeah. watching it on TV and, yeah, coming right back. And the idea is – right. The idea is like how long do we have to wait? Well, we had to wait through the whole commercial. commercial. <laughs> <laughs> it was – I liked it. I thought it was funny. Yeah, I
3: thought it was funny too. Um, I really liked it. And then, you know, we can gloss over this. I mean basically – she they open the door and she's like uh kissing the mayor and he's just like, I have a change of heart. Come on, dear. And not, she not has a she's thing to me, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't get it.
0: Like she I don't I think she has it. She has she she likes everybody though. I mean But she really goes after him. Well the thing is right before she you know, when she was leaving before uh, we found out the mayor was there waiting for them at the door, she was going to go with Jacoby. Like, they, I th- they were yes. going to go bowling. They were going to go bowling. I know. So clearly, like, she's with Jacoby. He's like, let's go bowling. Oh, the mayor's here. I decided I'm just going to go with the mayor instead. But it's like, I'm sure if, if she walked outside and somebody came by and said, you want to fly a kite? She's like, I'm going to go fly, fly a kite. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. And all the guys have this big smile on their face. Oh. So is that the last we see of her? No way. We see her I- again? <laughs> yep. Oh god. I'm, <laughs> I'm interested to see where I, this goes. No, oh,
0: oh, oh, oh I should've I should have said something about this. We should go I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up some audio oh. for a minute. I don't know about you guys, but I could definitely use some to drink. Me
3: too. They're like, oh yeah, me too.
0: I swear, so that uh, the way they're all acting, and then the thing you see is a totem pole, and the way the angle is, to me, that looks very much like a, a phallic symbol. Ben,
3: I, I'm just saying, you're really making this perverted. It is. The show The show <laughs> is
0: perverted. I don't... I try to avoid the perverted. So do you the think... The show is Twin Peaks, and uh, the thing so is, you know, Mark Frost has kind of said sometimes that Twin Peaks could mean breasts and stuff like that. I'm just saying... Wait, so do you think that all these
3: guys had erections, and they all went to the bar together? <laughs> What are you implying? Like, I don't know.
0: I, and then, like, I think there's more audio here that something else comes up. Now listen to this here. No, 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 no we'll oh, wait, this up. Don't. Yeah, bring up. Bring up the audio. So we see this phallic symbol of Totem. Yep. And now we hear Pete Martel. Hot dogs. Hot dogs. We forgot the hot dogs. Pete. One more time. Wait. We forgot the weenies. <laughs> oh, kay. yeah, yeah. The weenies. Why didn't we bring up weenies right after we saw this phallic symbol and everything? I'm just saying. All right. Huh? This show, I mean... Over and over again, you. I think every episode we could probably see phallic symbols. And, and maybe I, maybe it's just
3: me. But so I just picture these guys all going to the bar going, well, uh, we just got to cool off a little bit. <laughs> and I love how he says weenies. We forgot the, the weenies. weenies yes.
0: uh, Josie was supposed to – she went grocery shopping and they forgot the oh, weenies. Oh,
3: that Josie. Yes. It should be a sitcom, an ABC. Oh, that Josie. Oh, that Josie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so now Catherine Martell is talking to her husband, Pete, and she's saying, hey, how do you think I was able to, to um, survive and and b- beat Ben Horn?" And we find out. Well, we already knew this, but uh, Pete finds out that Andrew Packard is alive,
3: which we did see him once before. A yeah, long, long we've time seen ago. we've seen him. Or I think we saw him one of these episodes that we we realized yeah. he was alive and stuff. And this is where they start introducing more characters too. So I kind of feel like they're wrapping up these side plots. To give more True. room, to yeah. give us more um, of these characters.
0: I do feel like this jo- the Josie storyline is always seems to be the most convoluted. I always feel always. like it's like okay, so this
3: is the guy that should have been dead in the boat accident, right? That so, Hank supposedly killed. Exactly. So yeah. I mean, like we definitely need a flowchart. He's kind of old because he was he was married to Josie. Yes. What's up with that? I know. <laughs> What's with these very attractive women with these very old men? It's very, it's, this show is very weird.
0: And I think, yeah, I, I mean, I think it's clear that...
3: The Jos- writers have no. some issues. <laughs> no,
0: not at all. Not no. at all. Mark, I mean, uh, uh, Scott Frost is, yeah. Frost is great. Yeah. No, but it, it, it seems, I forgot what I was going to say now, but uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're fantasies. It's, what I was going to say, by now it's clear that Josie has her own intentions. Yeah. Andrew has his own intentions. Everybody has their own intentions on what Always. they're doing. Yes. and stuff like that. So I don't think Josie married Andrew for love.
3: It was for money, as of... Or something, yeah.
0: Right. So, it wasn't for his
3: looks. Ah. And then we learn about. Oh, God, this guy, or whatever it is. Oh, this girl.
0: Jones, we see, but uh, it's uh, Eckhart. Eckhart. So, that is like Andrew's rival, like their enemies and stuff. And so there'd be. Uh, Eckert is, is checking into the Great Northern. I do like this whole effect with the sunglasses and the fire in his yeah. eyes. Like he's like, oh, is this guy evil?
3: Uh huh. Yeah. No, it was really cool. And this is like our evil guy.
0: Yes. Another 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 evil,
3: evil guy. It was definitely a cool scene. Very style. Uh, this episode had a lot of style to it, definitely. Um,
0: so and then we're uh, we're back at the Great Northern, the waterfalls.
3: Another phallic symbol. No, I'm just kidding. Another <laughs> no. symbol for something.
0: Oh, so this is the whole, you know. Oh, right. So we learned more about li- little Nikki's, uh history and that his, uh, I think his, his mother was a maid at the Great Northern mm-hmm. and uh, she died and he's had it's just a tragic. And then. And it, they're it, wrapping it,
3: it up. They're just saying, little Nikki's not the devil. We, yes. li- we don't need to do this anymore. Maybe so, and
0: Andy and Dick I are, so. are crying. Please don't <laughs> so, tell me.
3: Yeah, I know. I love how they're crying. Please don't tell me they're gonna bring up little Nikki again. All right, we're gonna go to James. James is leaving. He's he, he's done. Which we thought he left already. How he, much? He, I th- I do feel like he, every scene he has to say,
0: "I'm leaving. I'm leaving." He just has to remind everybody he's leaving. He, yeah. he,
3: like he maybe he just he really likes her that much. He's like, "I'm leaving, but I can't leave you." And then he, yeah, what, is that Mango
0: from uh, Saturday Live? Well, he's Like ah
3: oh. yes yes <laughs> no. yes ah oh. ah. Oh. Ah. Uh, maybe Mango was uh like they took that character from James from this. There you go. Maybe that was What's their it? uh No. Alright,
0: you can bring up the audio for a second I'm here. James, it. I'm Mango. Oh, the police are coming. Okay.
3: The police become very
0: They have the this Twin Peaks theme music here.
2: There's been an accident.
0: How do you know there's been an accident? How <laughs> <you> know? <laughs> I know, right? Jeffrey's dead. He's gone.
3: Yes. You killed him. The hamster's running. No. No. He's figuring it all out.
4: My
0: God, you set me up!
3: He figured that out pretty quick (laughs) for James.
0: He's not my brother. You were right, he's not his brother. I know.
3: His eyes get so big big on that one. She's like he's like, What? Now here's the thing I don't get. It was not much audio, yeah. yeah. So he, she's telling him to leave. Obviously, she cares about him a little bit. A of, little bit. At some point. Hit. Right. And I like how Donna's hanging around this house, and he runs to Donna, and you know she's like, we, we got to get out of here. We got to get out of here. Well, how did she get here? Did she take a car, a bus? A taxi? Like, I don't know. A taxi. Know. Yeah. Now, you'd think they would go away, but yes. they don't. <laughs> it, they don't go away.
0: They, they do have a habit of doing the wrong thing. All, and, the, all time. the time. I mean, yeah. yeah they get we'll get into stress. that later. Oh, okay. So well, we're now in the woods- and uh, we're, we're looking up at the trees, and it's Leo. He's oh, in the woods. Yeah. So that's after r- running away from Shelly after she, he got stabbed. So he's basically— now there's an owl f- flies by. See, that's
3: what I'm saying. Heavy-handed. We got owls. We yeah, got...
0: we were talking off the air, I think, about how there was—it seems like a lot of owls. Yes. I feel like, like there's a lot yeah, of— yeah, I like it. I mean, I, I, I want more. I want to, like—tell t- me more about the origins of the owls and the spirits and stuff. But I do know that we, we definitely have a lot of nods to yeah, owls.
3: A lot of not A lot more. Now the flute playing, which is like he finds his cabin. Now is this cabin a lodge of some sort? Um, it's a cabin. It's like, just a cabin. I mean, just like how Jacques had had a cabin. Is the cabin from Lost? <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah,
3: it could be a nod. It could be I, Lost. Could have nodded the cabin. It's not
0: the Logleys' cabin. It's not Jacques's cabin. It's just another cabin in the woods. Bar of soap, bad girl. And
3: Leo still can't speak uh correctly.
0: Somebody's calling us. Should we, should we take a caller? I, I think
3: that's our, <laughs> our, our our call. Caller one, you're on the air.
0: We're taking questions. What do you want to say about uh <laughs> Twin Peaks? Twin Peaks. Windermere. Uh, so, So
3: um, Oh yeah, we get to see Windermere.
0: Yeah, this is our first appearance of Windermere. Uh, we had we've had uh We've had uh, some, uh, we, yeah, we've had uh, little notes and dead bodies, and now we get, get to, to see, him. see him.
3: He's not what I expected. What did
0: you expect? Someone
3: that looks more like Cooper.
0: Ah, he's got, a, he's he's wearing, he, isn't he wearing a um, a suit? Sort of, <laughs> sort of. But he just looks like,
3: um, not, I don't know, what I was expecting. That's interesting. I was not expecting him. What what do you make of him
0: right now? I mean, you don't you don't get much from him right now. You just see that he's a smiley.
3: I mean, he's comes up as a creeper and a a good a bad guy. And this is our third bad guy in one episode. Yeah, we're setting up three bad guys for a while. It seems like we didn't have any bad guys. No, we have three. Yeah, like I almost feel this is like a Marvel movie. This is like (laughs) we got three bad guys, and the Avengers got to come in and take care of business. Um. No, yeah, this episode was definitely um, a lot of fun. You know, all kidding aside, I, I thought mean, I, I, I thought it was fun. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah, and pr- clearly, I think the, the big the
0: the big thing is is Cooper's origins that we get a little more yes. sense. That he wasn't perfect, that he, I mean, first, yeah, I mean, that first he, he he unfortunately wasn't able to save the woman that he loved. Yes. Then to find out that she was married to Wyndham Earl, and we get a little more sense of Wyndham Earl might have been involved uh, of this case. Yeah, yeah,
3: that's why, you know why, I thought Wyndham Earl looked weird, when they gave us the brief look of her. Yeah. Yet again, You're very you think she's tra- too good for him? Yes, attractive <laughs> woman. And they get Winemurro, and he looks like a putz. Just like it's oh, yeah. like this whole running theme of this half of the show. Yeah. Maybe she was marrying money. Right. Well, I think money. he said it
0: was four years ago that they had this case. So maybe he was really attractive four years ago. And now and he's just that, no, let, he's his, let, let go. Let
3: himself go. He's turned out know, too muscular. Crazy. He's yeah, really yeah. in
0: shape, and then he's kind of like, ah, I don't have a wife anymore. Why <laughs> let like, let I'm a killer.
3: Be. I'm a serial killer. I'm crazy. Uh um no
0: it's it was l- exciting to finally see him though it actually you know we've been we've been hinting at him for it seems like at least 10 episodes yeah and,
3: uh, um we get to see him and i'm interested to see how it all uh goes out with the season i mean it's, it's fun though it's cheesy fun like you say this stuff you kind of have to just go with it um you okay ben yeah i keep thinking you <laughs> might want to pause that i though. will oh, yeah. okay um but i kind of feel like you kind of like you say you have to just let it go because if you think too hard about this stuff it does drive you crazy like right. the whole scene with his hand was like weird. The logic for these episodes seem kind of out of pl- Some stuff seems kind of wonky to me. Yeah. Which you know if I wasn't doing the show with you right. I wouldn't overthink it. True. Because I'm watching this with right. more of a careful eye. I, I, I see these funny things, and yeah. I'm sure a lot of fans saw this and said, "Uh, because it's not the way Twin Peaks was. Right. You're comparing it to the way it was, and this is the way it is now, and you know it's still enjoyable. And I still love the mythology. I love. Yes. I love that we're getting little hints of this White Lodge
0: and that Major Briggs is involved with it, and. You- I just, want like, I want more. It's like, okay, you know, wh-
3: where is this yeah. going? Like, you know. And I think I enjoyed this more because we got more of that and yeah. less of the Andy, right. Little Nikki stuff. We yep. didn't get much of it. And it, it wrapped up in my, the way I see it so far, it wrapped up. I don't care about Little Nikki. James's thing seems to be wrapping up. It was interesting with this episode. Yeah. Um... With Donna showing up. Right. With her, his $12. Yeah. But that might be the cab <laughs> fare to get him back to Twin right. Peaks. Did she spend the $12 yeah. to get herself there? Yeah. I don't know. And we're never going to let
0: that go. Like I said in the last, uh, last week there, or the last show we did, that, uh... It was Big Ed that said twelve dollars. It was never even in the script, <laughs> so I don't know if the director says so just just give some kind of money to, to mention. But I still think it's twelve dollars. Yeah. Well, back
3: then that was a lot of money. Yeah.
0: Nineteen ninety, you know, you could eighty-nine. was like, a lot of money. You could have filled up your car yeah. for six. But yeah, like I said, the White Lodge is exciting to find out more, and it makes me think of. X-Files in the sense that, like, oh, we've got military people and the the search for the truth, and, you know, yeah. can, can Major Briggs trust his employers, and are they truthful with him? Yeah. And like and he
3: maybe, it almost feels like he wants to protect it, like he's a protector. Right. Like, he's like, these people, if they get their hands on whatever this is, yeah. they're going to use it probably for bad, for right. not for good. And I feel like the White Lodge could be a place that he wants to keep under wraps. Yeah,
0: sacred that it's not abused and, and misused. Yeah, yeah. And, that, yeah. and that maybe Cooper and Truman are the only people he feels like he can really trust. And like, Because he, he does keep on sprinkling a little bit of things he probably shouldn't. He's like, okay, I probably shouldn't share this with you, but, but I'm, I, gonna. I'm gonna tell you because, yeah, it's important.
3: Yeah. And I think well, after the whole Leland thing... I think he can trust them because they all have a bond now. Right. They we're all part of that. Right. You know? They
0: kind of understand. Yeah, yeah, they have a better understanding of Of, uh, each of, other. of, of, of the woods, of this yeah. town, of the secrets and stuff. But, yeah. So I feel
3: like he feels comfortable telling them and they right. would help him. So I, li- I like that. It's cool. I like that stuff too. Yeah. So So another great episode. Yeah. It's good stuff. It was, it was, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. I like it.
0: I enjoy, I mean, I, I, yeah, I'm really happy with the direction it's going. I think it's going in the right direction to have, to actually see, put a face to Cooper's villain mm. and see what, Leo's woken up and what what's going to happen. He's still a
3: meathead. He can't speak. He's like Frankenstein. Right. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, I'm interested to see what's going to happen next week. So. Cool. A lot of fun. A lot of fun.
0: Well, I think it's a good episode. I think we probably should wrap it up.
3: Yeah, we should wrap. It up, up. Uh, <laughs> Twin Peaks you, Unwrapped, and we're gonna wrap it back up. And uh, you can check us out uh, on Facebook, Twin Peaks Unwrapped. Uh, like us; we're getting more, a lot more likes. We uh, cool. think we've gotten uh, a few more over the week. Um, our Michael Horace episode—if you haven't listened to it yet. It's not going to spoil anything. I highly recommend it. He's it's lying
0: th- when he says it's not going to spoil anything. Yeah. There are some small spoilers. It is. I mean, I, he, no, I think for he, season three. For he, season three, he, he mentioned some cast people that, that might be in and it. And, you
3: know, <laughs> when we did the interview, uh, it didn't really dawn on us what he said. We were so in the moment. Yeah. And it blew up. Right. Which is really cool. I, I thank everybody for spreading, I, yeah. for uh, sharing it. Yeah, totally.
0: Yeah. It was really awesome. I mean, it was a great show. And I think... It's funny, somebody commented uh, how that uh, we actually were quiet at times where he did share things, because I, I went in saying that I didn't think he was going to talk at all about the new yeah. season. I think I think the only thing we were hoping to get out of him was talk a little bit more about the trailer that he did, where he spoke about... Yeah, uh, about, and he about did. The, and he did, he yeah. brought that up, but then on his own, he shared with us a little bit about the new season, yeah. and, and that it, was really cool. It was that, cool. yeah
3: And it... You know, we were quiet because we're, it's an over-the-phone interview. Yeah. You don't know the uh, nuances of an a lo- of an interview face-to-face or right. lost. You don't it's know true. what to speak. And when he did say that stuff, our faces ah. were like, wow. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, after the interview was over, it was just so much to ingest that I think I was just kind of like, wow, that was so cool he said that yeah. stuff. But we didn't really think— It would spark the interest that it did. Like, I didn't know. Right.
0: And I think you remember, Brian, I I said, I said, like, oh, this was. terrible like i didn't do a good interview and and i don't think we got as much and i mean i was i was happy we got things like the um the cowboy and the frenchman that because those are things we don't hear about as much yeah but it's like oh are people not going to be happy we didn't get anything about twin peaks really and then to re-listen it's like oh wait a minute he talked plenty about it like he talked about you know he talked about uh david de sister i love that story story. it's because we were in the moment in the moment moment. you're in the moment it's so
3: different um So we thank everybody in the community for, like, embracing that episode, sharing it with everybody. Totally. That was awesome. And um, for new listeners, I hope you uh, join us. Uh, for the rest of our show. And... Yeah,
0: and that was our uh, our most popular show we've ever done. And yes. To me, that's, uh, that's awesome. I mean, it was really, really awesome. exciting. It's exciting to, you know, we just do this as a hobby for fun. And I know. So, and just to, you know, see that people are interested. And that's why it, sometimes it's so important if, if people, if you guys would just go to iTunes and, like, rate us and do a review. Subscribe because, to us. Subscribe and, yeah. But just to, just to, you know, to see that people are interested in it, it makes us want to keep doing it. It makes us want to keep on trying to get interviews with people because we know that people are in, having fun and enjoying this so. yeah
3: and it's a lot of you know we put a lot of hard work into it and you know i think people appreciate that i think yeah. it shows and if you have comments or questions you can email us at, at twin peaks, peaks unwrapped, unwrapped
0: at gmail.com exactly
3: and we haven't gotten anything new but if we do we'll read it on the yeah banner. i think
0: uh is it christian i mean i keep meaning to bring christian stuff up but that he he, he does write to us and uh we'll okay. have to get him on one time all right cool cool right but yeah, and then we have we also have uh, uh, the Twin Peaks Unwrapped paper that comes out on Mondays and Thursdays. Yes, and that's really a community paper, so it's really stories that you guys have shared on Twitter and on Facebook, on a lot YouTube, of news. yeah, and stuff like that. So that's kind of, that's a really fun thing. It's kind of yeah, it's just fun to ha- see what other people have to uh, are sharing, and then to kind of give it back and share that. Yeah,
3: yeah, and cool. um, don't forget we're on Twitter. Yeah, Twitter, Twin Peaks Unwrapped. Whoa, we're killing it on Twitter, Ben. You're doing a good job. Ah, we're Game doing a Busters. great job. It's
0: fun. I, have, it's great talking with people. And I, uh, we're th- a good I time. think we get
3: more communication on, on Twitter. Right. And it's a lot of fun. It is. I, it I is. check it out. Um, I know you do a lot more corresponding with people, but I'll check it out. And it's like, wow, the the messages we get, the retweets we get, the fa- it's awesome. It's so really cool. Thank you. Yeah. yeah Thanks yeah, you so yeah. much.
0: So I think we will end with. Um, I thought we'd end with a Mark Frost uh, interview, Ooh. and um, the interview was from uh, from twenty eleven two thousand eleven, and it was WFDU FM, the Modern Rock Show, and I really thought it was just kind of fun to see that time period in twenty eleven what 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 Mark Frost was thinking about Twin Peaks and. Mm. Yeah, and and kind of where we were—we were definitely—we had no clue that we were gonna get a new season, and yeah. So I just thought it'd be fun. I thought maybe we'd do like five minutes of this interview, but it's really cool. Cool. Um, Yeah, it's the the, yeah the modern rock show, eighty nine point one, and it's uh, hosted by Ghostly. So uh, yeah, here's five minutes of that, and uh, I can't wait till next week's show. Excellent. Thanks
1: of the TV series, Twin Peaks, and Mark joins us on the phone. Mark, you know, last year was the 20th anniversary of Twin Peaks, and that seemed to have set off this huge resurgence in popularity for the show with many uh, young people discovering it for the first time. Uh, Is that overwhelming to you, that after all this time, uh, the show still resonates?
6: Well, it's obviously really gratifying because at the time... We were trying to make a show that would last. So much of television is is like fast food. You know, it's high caloric intake and um, high in fats and (laughs) uh, can be very satisfying, but it's not necessarily good for you in the long run. And you very often forget about it almost immediately afterwards. And I had this um, conviction that we should be trying to make the show to last. um, That we were trying to make it. Uh, feel like you were watching a, a number of small feature films um, with that kind of attention to detail and that kind of quality control, and you know I think that the key to it lasting um, was the the life of the show being extended by DVD, and when we came out with the kind of definitive collection of the. The Twin Peaks experience in the, the Gold Box Edition, um, which I think came out about three years ago. yeah, um, That really, I think, brought it to a whole new generation's attention. Um, it wasn't just something that you had to catch late one night on, on television or in syndication. You could actually hold it in your hands and control the experience again. And that seems to have kicked off this kind of renaissance that it's had.
1: Yeah, and I know a lot of people now. I think through Netflix or something along those lines, they can stream it on their computers.
6: Yeah, and that's relatively recent. I think that's in the within the last few months. Yeah. So it's even more accessible now.
1: And you know, it's interesting because, as you mentioned, you know, there there is a, a feature film quality uh, to that program, and in a way, I, I guess it's the precursor to the things we saw later on these series like The Sopranos uh, on HBO, or, or maybe that was Showtime, but you know, these these prestigious programs that the shows would have a finite season of maybe seven or eight episodes. Do you think having that kind of a schedule might have prolonged Twin Peaks' life on, uh,
6: yeah. on television? Yeah, I think there's probably no question about that. We were still working in the uh, the kind of antediluvian atmosphere of really three networks, uh, or three and a half, because Fox was sort of a network at right. that point. And, um, and that was it. And they had this kind of stranglehold on, on entertainment. Uh, HBO hadn't started original programming yet. Um, the DVR hadn't really come on the scene. Um, people were still making jokes about how they never learned to operate their VCR. So um, <laughs> that was kind of hit and miss as, a, as an experience. So we were just a little bit ahead of the wave. And um, my guess is that had we come along a little bit later, um, the show would probably have run quite a bit longer. The the networks had much higher um, expectations of what a show should do and how it should perform. Um, And I think if you were to look at what ABC is doing now with their nightly numbers, they would go back and kill to have a a few more seasons of uh, Twin Peaks under their belt.
1: And for some reason, I don't know exactly what happened, but I know ABC moved the time slot around.
6: Yeah, we got, we got into trouble going into the second year. I mean, we had come on uh, on a Thursday night. Um, the first season exceeded, just blew the doors off everybody's expectations. Mm-hmm. And they promptly rewarded us by moving us to Saturday, <laughs> which was commonly thought of as a graveyard for network television even then. Um, And then they um, – the other thing that happened is as we got deeper into the season, the Gulf War began. And for, I think, something like six out of eight weeks, we were preempted so that they could cut live to Baghdad and watch bombs fall live on television. Right. um, It it was the kind of show that didn't um, withstand a lack of continuity very well. It, It needed to be seen in rhythm and on a regular basis. Um, for the show as a, as a continuing serial drama to, to stick and connect with an audience. And that really hurt us in the second year.